Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello you miserable bastards and welcome back to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn and with me is Craig Devine. Alright. Alright. It's a fucking long intro. It is a long intro. We maybe should cut it slightly. I don't know. My editing skills aren't that great. I got someone else to edit that for me. I'm going to lose listeners. They, they can skip. <laughs> it's like 30 seconds. Skip any 30 seconds for the next show and you'll be able to listen to it. And but I don't know if I told you but the skids actually did give us permission to use that so... Thank you to go. the skids. They're aware of the Misery Hunters podcast. And they've done it for free. And so much has happened since the first podcast. First of all, we'd like to thank you for everyone who listened. Like It was unbelievable. We, I think that we're about 950-odd listens, which blew me away. I wasn't expecting that. Aye, and we're still not on Google Podcasts. We're, we're still not on Google Podcasts, no. <laughs> like Apologies for everyone... Um, Google Podcast is literally the first thing that ACAST, what we were hosted by ACAST, is literally the first thing that it gets put onto. Like, it does it automatically, picks the feed, but just on the FAQ site about why we're not there, it just says it can take a couple of weeks. Like, we don't know how long that will be. Ah, like, that's right, anyway. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, we're not in association with Google, are we? If they want oh, yeah. us to say they're good, they can pay us. <laughs> But yeah, thank you very much for all your kind words on Twitter as well. We were unbelievable going away. Um, there was a couple of mistakes in the first show from, well, I was going to say I was there, but from me um, that no one picked up on. Um, who knew people on the internet were quite nice? I, I think I said we were ninth, we were actually tenth. 
And I also said that like Bohoken was a noun when I actually meant like describing word adjective. <laughs> and you probably said it was good. <laughs> I think I stuck up for him. I didn't say it was good, but <laughs> that team was Bohoken. But anyway, since <laughs> since, since the uh, first show, we've signed a few players. We've been at war with the League of Ireland. There's been three games. We're now at war with the Motherwell fans. <laughs> uh, Tony Fitzpatrick now has a family stand named after him. That was quite a good... Did you watch the video? Yeah, I did watch the video. I looked pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. Do you know he actually lives here? In Paisley? No, as in this street. All right. Yeah, he lives, really? he lives there. I, I know I'm pointing in a podcast, but <laughs> I'm pointing to Craig to where he actually lives. He lives over there, so... You know, I live it's with my world. royalty. So they um, named the old firm <laughs> overspill stand. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> but other good news from today, that Fergusley Park is no longer the most deprived area in the United Kingdom. It's lost its title to Greenock Town Centre. Hey. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Get up, yes. Is this what was going to blow my mind? That, no, no, that's, that's oh. later, don't worry. It's still good news. It's still good news, and but we're, we still made the top ten, so don't, don't don't worry, we're still there. And for some reason, Fergusley is listed twice in the top ten, so I don't know what that actually means. Just I think doubly shite. Mm, well, you need yeah. to try harder. Mm-hmm. But I do have an. <laughs> I do have an. Uh, yeah, people are figgy. Fucking get your. <laughs> you've lost your fucking title from. <laughs> how long have we had that title for? <laughs> Jesus. Since it began. Oh. Anyway. I've got a wee opening question for you. Um, this was going round on Twitter. Uh, it was a study that found that um, quite like dedicated supporters of football teams faced dangerous levels of stress. And being Sitmon fans, I'm sure these stress levels for ourselves have been really high. What is it, Craig? What is the most stressed you have been as a Sitmon supporter? Three two Motherwell. Mm. And I think most people know what game I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Two 0 down at half time. There's a song about it. Yeah, yeah. By Ali Mitchell. I yep. don't remember that remember song. That. I do. It was a, a classic. It was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to find that on SoundCloud not too long ago, and I couldn't. So, if yeah. anyone knows where it is, please get, get in touch. Get him on the terrace for the end part after the credits. Aye, that that would be good actually. Aye. Did we have a did we have a song on the terrace? Not really. They done like a a brass band done a when the saints. And I think that was oh, for us and Mr. Johnson. Count. That doesn't really count. count. No. It's no way, T H I S no, T L E is it? I don't think that will ever be beaten. Like no. I, we, I still play that in my work, and <laughs> and you can one other person in my work like it, and the rest just groan because they know what I'm doing. And then if I get enough groans, I'll change it to Grant McIntosh singing "Come On Livingston," <laughs> <laughs> which is even better. To be fair. <laughs> it's just like so like that one. It's just I, I don't understand it because it doesn't go with the music. It's like he's he's off with the the track. It's just it's a strange one, but well, it is good. First of all, it's upbeat and Livingston. Well, yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't go. But three, we'll go back to three two Motherwell. Aye, I, I do remember that game because um, we were two 0 down at half time, um, and what was it? Dun- Inverness had to beat them. Fermlin and them Fermlin were winning one 0 and it, at half time we were essentially relegated. Aye, we, were, we were we were done and dusted. We were gone, and then. Sutton, Mehmet, and then Sutton again. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they both come off the bench. I can't remember, which seems a strange thing when you think about what. Like, I have memories of them. I, I don't know if it was just maybe Mehmet that was on the bench, but I have memories of them both coming off the bench, and that's meant to think that we bench both of them. <laughs> Probably just because they didn't turn up until the second half. Mm-hmm. Eh, aye. I do remember that game. That had dangerous levels of stress for you. That had 
dangerous ramifications on my liver. <laughs> I remember that night very well. Um, I ended up, I think, back in this very room, uh, like three in the morning, my uncle bought us a bottle of this Chinese rice wine that was like ceremonial, like apparently had to be like buried in the back garden and um, for it until your like daughter gets married and you're supposed to take it out for that or something along those lines. But it had a wax seal on it that had to be burnt off, <laughs> like literally like set on fire before we could open it. And it was just one of those drinks that was absolutely atrocious. That's like it was one that I, I would never ever drink again. That smell will give you the boke, but it was you would be sitting like three weeks later and you'd just get a whiff of it. And it was like it was still stuck to your pores. Well, that's what I remember from Motherwell 3 <laughs> tell you don't live in Fergusley drinking this Chinese fancy wine. It was not fancy, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd probably say the most stressed I have been was probably the cup final against Rangers where we lost 1-0 and they were down to nine men. That was... What like, are you talking I, about? <laughs> it just didn't happen, did it? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was in uni in uh, England and a lot of my English pals came up for it and this was their first experience of Scottish football. And I remember getting texts off my other pals say, like down south who couldn't make it going, who were watching the game going, this is it, you, you have to win this, you are winning this. And I can remember like later on in the second half going, like I can't remember what it was, I think Graham Carey had done something, he, he wasn't having the best game. And I remember turning around my pal going, we're fucking losing this. <laughs> we are losing this. And I remember being extremely stressed. And then for that to happen, and then Kenny Miller went and scored. And I also remember leaving Hamden and the Rangers fans being right in your face. And they would like must have left before the trophy had been lifted. Of to course do they that, did. Which is fucking. Of course actually. they did. Huns, man. <laughs> no, no more hun chat. We, no, we need to be careful because <laughs> I think the last podcast was a bit too yeah. anti-hun, and we hate Celtic as well. Let's yeah. just be clear about that. So. There are many moments we can talk about where we hate Celtic. We, we hate everybody. That's the thing. Including <laughs> St. Martin at times. <laughs> well, misery hunters. Um, We'll, we'll get back, we'll steer away from that and we'll go back to talking about the games. So the first up was um, the cup game against Broxburn, which was... That was actually pretty stressful as well, because the longer the game went on, mm-hmm. you're thinking, this is only 1-0. Mm-hmm. We, What's going to happen? We we controlled the game really well, but we were just weren't breaking down that defence. Um, we were just <laughs> flicking like flicking balls through, like they were... were Taking shots from quite long out, they weren't going on target. That kind of they weren't troubling the keeper. So it felt like they weren't really trying, mm-hmm. and it was one of the games where it was it had potential mm-hmm. to just be really slippy for us. The longer it went on, mm-hmm. it gave us a few chances to see some of the newer signings as well, which we'll go into a wee bit more mm-hmm. later. Um, mainly, player I was impressed with was Famwo. Famwo, Akin Famwo. Fam Famwo. Yep, <laughs> him Akin. Hi, big Akin. Um, he looked quite strong. He looked like he'd be able to do something. Conor McCarthy looked good as well. Um, yeah. Aye. <laughs> there's not. There's, it was quite hard to take anything away it's from hard, this game. It's hard to gauge. They both did mm-hmm. look decent. Mm-hmm. McGrath looked good when he came on mm-hmm. as well. He, he had a he had a shot that hit the crossbar mm-hmm. or the post. He, he did have a couple mm-hmm. of shots, actually. He looked good, but then you're coming away thinking, well, you can't really judge it against that yeah. level. Mm-hmm. And their and fans had a good day out. They had a good day out. I think they fucking wrecked the. <laughs> the I think it, I, I think it was a small minority. It was there wasn't. It was a few seats and stuff. And I I had a pal um, over from San Francisco, and this was his first ever experience of Scottish football. Who who turned around to me and said, "This is insane. Why do people like you?" 
I don't know. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> <do that>. <laughs> I've done it with English and I've done it with a Puerto Rican guy for San Francisco. Um, San Francisco to the simple digital. Mm. He was like, he, he, I don't even know he was going to be there. He texted me saying that he was going to be in Glasgow and meet up for a drink, and he was going to go to the Partick Thistle Celtic game. And he was like, he was like, what are you doing? I says, oh, I was going to the St. Broxburn game. And then he replied, oh, I'll just go to that then. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I took him to the 1877 club. He had a good time, um, and he, he loved the fact that the shoe was flung on Cami when he was taking the corner. That, that was the the worst <laughs> pitch invasion I've ever seen. When he got thirty yards up and he just gets out, no fuck off. So he was, just turns around runs. and runs back. And the wee dive over the holdings, <laughs> falling flat in his face. Like it was a good introduction to him for Scottish football. And that guy clearly was having a nice night. Uh, well, yeah. a nice day. I don't know how his night ended because he obviously get carted away. I don't think he knows I don't, how. It I ended. don't think he got his shoe back because I think the post took that away. <laughs> 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 he was just left in Mill Street with one shoe. <laughs> God knows. Um, and then on to the Rangers game, which is another hard game to judge. Um, extremely, extremely defensive. Probably the most def- like defensive I've seen us play, and like well, probably since the last time we played Rangers. It wasn't pretty. I mean, I've not seen the entire game. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to it. I watched most of the first half on a totally not illegal stream <laughs> before it decided to cut out and caught the rest on the highlights. But I, to what I've seen, it was mm-hmm. it was grim, but necessary mm-hmm. well I was there I was there um, we we had basically a tactic in mind which was sit back and defend 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 punt up what you can to Obika um, and then possibly with 10 minutes to go put on someone a bit quicker to, ru- to, to run unfortunately like, essentially that's what we were trying to force them to do kind of similar to what Broxburn were doing if we if they were scoring it would either be something miraculous or something for a defensive mistake it was neither miraculous or a defensive mistake. It was just a bit of unluck. Um, their goal. Um, I can't remember who it was. If it was Barisic or whatever, who just belted the ball into the box, and it was a couple of unlucky flicks up and landed at the foe's feet. To like, you couldn't really do much about that. Really, aye. I feel shite saying this sometimes, but it's a result that you need to just take and move on. It's mm-hmm. no, you can't expect anything. There was a few frustrations for me when we went one 0 down. That we continued with that. Um, Marias was playing so deep, I didn't understand why we would play him if that was the position that we were going to play. Because you were essentially making Marias's attributes that he has absolutely redundant. You know, he's good for flicking off of um, Obika, linking up with Obika. Like he's quick, he's powerful. But we played him so far back that well, it was a lot of balls getting hoofed up to Obika, and. Any balls that Abika won, there was no one to, Aye. No one to give There's them to because there. there was a lot of people like 20, 30 yards back there, the, and it just wasn't working. And then there was a few free kicks we got where instead of just hoofing them into the box, which we, we should have done, we've got big players. We clearly didn't want to be caught in the counter-attack, mm. but we were 1-0 down. This is your best chance to score is probably going to be from some sort of set piece. And we were playing them short and all it seemed to happen was we'd play... At, out wide to Dermis, Dermis to Waters, Waters to McGinn, McGinn back to um, Ladke, Ladke would hoof it, Obika might win it, and then it goes straight to one of their other players. Um, and that kind of repeated like three or four free kicks. And it was... Aye. So that was a bit frustrating. I can understand why a lot of people are getting on Obika's back at the moment. But I do think it's a bit unfair... Like, he is a good player. We've seen from it he is a good player. He's just going through a bit of a rough patch, and we have been playing really defensive in the past two games. 
That and his first touch at times is yes. atrocious. His first touch isn't the best. Um, for that the size of him as well, he should be pushed off the ball as much as he is. Mm-hmm. I think that that's definitely... We up. seem to have that problem a lot mm-hmm. with bigger players. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't... I think we're too naive at mm-hmm. times. Definitely. This is the fact that I found out, and if you listened to the Terrace podcast, you would have found this out earlier in the week as well. That did you know Obika... Jonathan Obika's cousin is Lamar from Fame Academy. Lamar, who lost out to Paisley's David Stedden. <laughs> That's his cousin. <laughs> That's actually blew my mind when I found that out. <laughs> I expected more. Oh, well. I expected more when you told me you had one to blow my mind. Lamar Obika? That's his full name. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. And um, if you do remember rightly, um, Lamar, I was about 10. 12 years ago, turned the Christmas lights on in Paisley as well. All links back go. to here. It's a nice wee link. Yeah, I thought you'd be more impressed. Nah. <laughs> Jonathan Obika's cousin is Lamar. Lamar score goals. <laughs> Can he sing? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on... But yeah, with the Rangers game, it was a difficult one to, to mm-hmm. judge. I think the best one where we could take something away from what we have with our new signings etc would have been the Aberdeen game Aye. unfortunately I was working but I did manage to watch quite a bit of it on my phone uh, but you were at the game well I mean what did you reckon I thought we were we were too defensive at times mm-hmm. I thought there was no link up between midfield and mm-hmm. up front at times and I found myself getting really frustrated because Aberdeen we've already beaten this season mm-hmm. we lost narrowly when we were up there and it looked shite mm-hmm I mean, we didn't look much better. It was quite a tough game to watch. But it just kind of highlighted the need for mm-hmm. me for someone that can put the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Obika was unlucky. Um, that shot that came off the right-hand mm-hmm. post. Uh, that's that's just our kind of luck that it came off the outside of the post instead of the inside of the post. Mm-hmm. But aye, I think we maybe waited a bit too long to make a change. There just wasn't much link-up. Mm-hmm. I've no. I thought that against Rangers as well. We were we really should have brought. Like obviously the plan was clearly with the last ten minutes bring on someone quicker, but we waited to about the fourth eighty fifth minute to bring on Mullen. I feel as if we've done that. No, we brought on Mullen. But we have, but I feel as if we've done that a few times this season. Mm-hmm. We've waited too long. We've sat. We've set up too defensively to mm-hmm. hit on the break at times. I get why we're doing it, mm-hmm. but I think it, the way we set up against Rangers and. I saw a lot of people saying the way Hearts set up against Rangers and Hearts clearly winning 2-1 um, that's what happens when you attack I think that Goodwin may have got quite rattled when we played Hearts away and we went out with an attacking set up and we get pumped (laughs) 5-2 and I think he's been a bit wary that that doesn't happen again but unfortunately you you can't just set set up like that for the rest of the season No, I mean... I guess it's quite refreshing that mm-hmm. we are relatively solid at the back. Mm-hmm. The two new boys look really good and I think Goodwin deserves a lot of credit that the defence has changed around mm-hmm. many, many times. We lost, obviously, McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was before the last podcast or if it was around about the same time. It was around about the same time we did mention it. I think we were both a wee bit worried about who was going to replace them mm-hmm. and so far the new boys look... Yeah, well co- up to the task. Co- Connor McCarthy looks like a, a really, really good find. We're having a two and a half year contract as well, so got him for at least the next two seasons. Um, I, I'm I'm really impressed with him. He 
he's definitely very solid. I noticed that um, he doesn't he panic much no he's not doesn't panic much he's um he was he he was the one that registered the only shot at goal again <laughs> against the uh, rangers mm-hmm. um i reckon he might got on a few um he'll get a few goals from corners etc mm-hmm. um i'm impressed by that signing and i'm glad to see it's working out fame war um i think is going to turn into a good signing he has had a few Hairy moments I noticed, especially at Aberdeen when I think he cleared the ball and it went straight up and behind Aye. him. Aye. <laughs> um, and there was a couple of like uh, just simple digital, simple digital. <laughs> it's, it's just it's ingrained in me. <laughs> it's just simple. <laughs> simple decisions. I meant to say simple decisions uh, that he's not making quite right. But I think mm-hmm. that will come. He's not played a lot of games. Um, he played a handful of games. It was at Luton. And then he was signed by Norwich, where he's not played. But then he was on loan, and I think he played ten games for someone on mm-hmm. loan. So I think it's something that will come in time. A wee bit more experience. Um, he did come in with a wee bit of swagger. Mm-hmm. I think it was was it him that had some comments in the paper about how he just came across as if he thinks he's a bit kind of big time, which mm-hmm. I actually like to see. Mm-hmm. It's, I'd rather that than something that's a shy bag. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not a fan of Callum Waters. No, and I and I, I, did, I and I, I usually def- I, I I would have defended Callum Waters, but I'm starting to kind of agree. Not like not fully, but for there's certain reasons why I can understand why you don't like him. We cannot c- counter attack with Callum Waters as left no. back. Um, he is not attacking minded player. Um, when he's, he gets up there, he, he, if he's running with the ball, he stops, turns back, and passes looks for back. A pass, and he can only pass with one foot. Yeah. And I can understand why we he, might... The issue for me, the main, well, not the main issue, but he frequently fails to beat his first man. I mean, yes, he is capable yes. of putting in a decent mm-hmm. ball from time to time, but more often than not, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't clear five well, that, feet in front of him. That's what I noticed any time we kind of got a bit of a break against Rangers. Um, Calm Waters would be up the wing, he would pass the Dermis... Dermis would either run into the, the defender... Or, Do his um, step over. Yeah, or he would pass it back to Waters and Waters would then pass it back to the midfielder of the defence and then it would go back to the lad uh, Where the fuck do you want me to do uh, it? And I can understand that it's obviously not purposely all his fault. He's, Dermis might be putting too much pressure on him as well. I think as a defender, he's not bad. Like I know he was completely turned inside out by Ekpiezu and that's not a great record to have <laughs> um, however I think he might have learned a bit from there I can un- as a defensive player yes but if we want any quick attacks or play on the counter which I think Goodwin's want kind of setting us up to do he's not the player for us and I don't think he m- is premiership quality I think he would maybe championship uh, championship is probably his level mm-hmm. um, I mean he's certainly not the worst no, he's not. Seen, no, he's not definitely a, not. A misery eleven candidate no. by any stretch, but I there was there was times on Sunday I felt myself thinking, "Fuck, just put Erin back in at left yeah. back." Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? Um, why I thought Erin would have a bit more like, chances this this year. Um, don't what's, know what surprised me is he's still only eighteen, mm-hmm. and he seems as if he's been around mm-hmm. forever. But I reckon he maybe needs to go out and loan. I think there's a few rumours about him going out and loan, and I also think there's a few ro- rumours about Jorkai have gone out and loan. And I don't know if this means they're going somewhere else, but I have seen them three times in the past two weeks and walking down Buchanan Street together. Mm. Could be. I, I don't know if that, what that means, but 
you do see them a lot. Um, yeah. Aye, Jorkev's another weird one. He's, he's done absolutely nothing since he came in. I think he, he was obviously given a wee chance against Motherwell, uh, where he gave the ball away. No, did he not like get a free kick? Give away a free kick, gave the ball away, and then they scored essentially. And it's it's a difficult one to just judge him on that one appearance because from what I'm aware of, in the reserves, he's not too bad. I've heard he misses a lot of chances though. That's the only thing. Um, so he's no different for. But then the, rest of the team and he's, he's, again he is, in the back of the net. He is still young, but that could be if you get a good coach, that could be coached out of him to maybe look for a pass rather than. I think it's a wee bit telling that he's he's not really had a chance mm-hmm. since. Yeah, that game. That game at all, but he's been on the bench most times, which mm-hmm. makes me think he's just there to fill a spot. Mm-hmm. There must have been something there, mm-hmm. but we've not seen it. Because like in the Betfred Cup, he was one of the. <clears throat> It's that he was like one of the only positives. Like I remember against Albion Rovers, we were absolutely rank rotten, and um, he was one of the only players that kind of went forward with the ball, make try to make a chance. And for to see him like not get any other chances since then uh, is a bit of a shame. I think you kind of just want him to do well because of his dad. Aye, which I, I kind of felt sorry from when his dad, I think his dad came over two or three times mm-hmm. and he never even got off the bench. Mm-hmm. We'll wait till he's on loan at Queen of the South and <laughs> <laughs> get to see Yuri Jurkaev and Dumfries. I would be interested to see if Queen of the South were interested in a swap deal. What, for Dobby? I don't Aye. think Dobby's ever leaving there. Um, what did you see now? He must be very seven. He's in his thirties, but um, he can still score. I listened to him on was it the Open Goal pod- podcast? The Open Goal podcast with mm-hmm. um, Cy Ferry, where he pretty much said that that was him for good. The only club he would leave Queen of the South for was Rangers. I can't even fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a big hun. Um, <laughs> back to the hun chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. But yeah, with, with the three games. Defensively, we're, we're pretty solid, I think. Aye. Um, we'll move on to talking about rumours, possible incomings, possible outgoings. And I guess we, we probably should start with Paul McGinn. Well, what the fuck? It came out the blue. Um, it totally came out the blue. I, I don't understand it. I hear that Jack Cross was in uh, the papers or BBC saying that they inquired and were encouraged. Mm-hmm. What's going on there, I don't know. It's a really strange one. A big gutted to see him go because any time he's played wherever he's played this season he's he's been great mm-hmm. he's, he's been, been one ve- of the top performers he's been very reliable um, when we've needed to push him into centre back he's done the job um, I, I don't like the idea of keeping Flynn at right back uh, I, I don't think there's any uh, coincidence in the, the lack of goals that we're creating with one of our better midfielders now playing a, in a right back position, that and he's not doing too bad. To be fair, he's, at all. he's not. The first game that he played right back, I can't remember what game that was. I remember thinking, "Oh shit!" And there was a few moments where he didn't know what to do, but he's Aye. kind of slotted into there. But I don't want that to be a permanent position because he is a good midfielder. He's a good attacking midfielder, and we're going to miss him if yeah anyone else drops at the team. Yes, um, but the the thing is, who who replaces Paul McGinn? Permanently, that's the thing. It's we're obviously going to get money for him. I think it's more or less on unless he has a. We don't know what Paul McGinn's saying. Obviously, Paul McGinn was signed by Jack Ross, like before he left to Scottish Sunderland. Um, Jason Naismith's obviously out for six months with a cruciate. 
and that's where learning the right back. Um, I'm guessing it might just be the cheap option for Hibs. Like we're not, it's not going to be a lot of money. I, I think you'd be lucky if it was over ten. Well, I know how we we really don't value our players. I think we'll be lucky if it's over ten grand. Twenty five at a push. His contracts up at the end of the season. If Paul McGuin, like Goodwin says, if he doesn't want an unhappy player there, if he wants to go, he can go. There's got to be some. There'll be a gentleman's agreement where he goes. Yeah, it's not going to go. Yeah, it's not going to go for a lot. Um, no. It just makes me think. Well, fuck you, Jack Ross. <laughs> well, I, I, I've thought that for a while, but <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see other fans now agreeing with us. Um, I was never really on the anti Jack Ross. I wasn't on like I wasn't on the anti Jack Ross, but well, bandwagon's probably not the right word. But I, if he's going but to I definitely wasn't on the Jack Ross is a fucking legend bandwagon. Where let's go get a bus down to Sunderland and watch them play football. Yeah, I wasn't on that one either. <laughs> I was kind of in between. I was a fence sitter on it. I can appreciate what Jack Ross has done, but he's gone now and let him go. Aye. And now he's just coming. Like it started when he took Samson. Um, like mid-season when we're bottom of the league obviously we weren't aware that Ladke was going to come in um, that turned out to be a, a saving grace for that Aye, season that was a total blessing in disguise um, but at the time I couldn't help be so fucking angry at him um, sitting bottom of the league and then all of a sudden ah well number That's one goalkeeper retired. I'm retired now I'm going to go coaching Sunderland you're like what? He's, he's not come back at a retirement. He was sitting on the bench a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no, I think he's a coach now. Is he a coach? Um, I can't remember. Rochdale, what would I say? Maybe. That, I think they were playing Newcastle, weren't they? Yeah, um, I'm sure he's coaching. I don't know if he's got the full-time gig there, but fair play to him. Like, That's I unfortunate know. for him. It, well, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I think Sam, Sammy comes under some... No, I'm kidding on. I'm kidding on. I always think, like, see if we ever done a best 11. Obviously, Ladke would be number one, but that's just, like, unfortunate for Craig Sampson because he has been so reliable for us. If we'd done a, a best 11, it was it, always he'd be holding Ladke's boots. Yeah, he'd still be, he'd be in the conversation, but it would obviously be Ladke who'd gone. Aye, the door would be shut. It'd just yeah, he'd <laughs> <It's> just be <laughs> leaning his... Because um, I was always confident if we ever conceded a penalty... I was I I was as confident as that Samson was going to save that penalty as I am Ladke. Like he was a brilliant penalty stopper, um, and he like we saw that in the the semi um, final against mm-hmm. Celtic where he saved the penalty, and he saved a lot of penalties for us. So. What were we talking about? Why are we talking about Samson? Oh, Jack Ross being a prick. Aye. Um, Aye. <laughs> Back onto that. There was also the rumor that was fine about maybe at the start of this season that mm-hmm. he was interested in taking McGinnis. I think that ship sailed with these injuries with McGuinness. Um, I did see that's, that it's, it's such a horrible injury a for McGuinness. I always thought when McGuinness came through, I always like thought we wouldn't have him for long. I thought he'd be the start, kind of where John McGinn is now. Mm-hmm. I think out of the two players, when they were both coming through, like obviously at slightly different times, I always thought McGuinness was the better player. At that stage, yeah, I, I agree. and I, and I thought he would go on to big things. He's just been really unfortunate with injuries. It's such a shame. Nine um, months as well as hmm? nine months as well. I know. As and that's he's missing the start of next season. It's it's an absolute killer. Hopefully, hopefully he comes back and he can put it behind him, kind of like Darren McGregor did. Like he obviously had career-threatening injuries and came back. He's done both his knees, didn't he? Yeah. Aye. Um. Came back and then fucked off to the Angels. Um, 
there must be a cunt somewhere that's about Celtics just to balance this argument. We'll, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> oh, I see where that in is. So I'm just looking at my notes going, what are we getting to? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, with Paul McGinn going to Hibs, I saw quite a few Hibs fans not being a fan of it. They think they should be going for a player sort of better calibre. Paul McGinn's 29-30-ish. Um, I think they're thinking that they should go. So I, it's a tough one for Paul McGinn to think. I don't think it's going to be a long... like. McGinn's probably on a, as high wages with ourselves. I don't think it's going to be a long-term thing for him at Hibs. No, they might think... get this season out of him, and then he might end up coming back to his. Kind of like what happened with David Van Zanten when he went to Hibs. Um, aye, I, 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 I don't think that he's... And I'm hoping Jim Goodwin sat him down and had that chat with him, because obviously Jim Goodwin had the chance to go to Hibs, rejected him and stayed with St. Murn. Hero. Hero. That is a hero status. <laughs> Paul McGinn, if you're listening, that's what heroes do. <laughs> You wouldn't blame him at all. Obviously. No, you, you wouldn't blame him. Money. He's going he's he's to have a much are. better time. He's not going to be relied on as much, which I guess takes a bit of the pressure off of him. But yeah. that Edinburgh accent. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking hell. Well, yeah. It's coming to a guy with an Alloa twang. I know. You, if you're wondering why Craig goes chuckery sometimes, he lives in Clack Manninshaw. He's, he's, he's made it and left Paisley. Hates the place he was telling me. We've done it bigger things. <laughs> um, talking about this, by the way, did you see Saul Bamba on Sky Sports News? I saw no. a clip of it on Twitter. He's got a Scottish twang and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so he's t- he was talking about his time at Dunfermline. He says that's where he learned, um, like he learned his um, English and that kind of thing. And he has a he loves Dunfermline. Then they were talking about Hibs and he says he loved Hibs as well. Um, he still goes up to see Hibs uh, games. He has friends up there. He knows people, blah, blah, blah. And then he said it was absolutely freezing and the most Scottish <laughs> twang I've ever heard. <laughs> it's actually brilliant. He's not wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Um, I need to see this. Yeah, you should watch it. If, if you haven't seen it, qu- quickly Google, I was going to say, quickly Google on Twitter. Quickly search uh, Saul Bamba's name on Twitter and you'll see it. And it is someone talking about the Scottish game as well, like mm-hmm. saying it was a good time and he really enjoyed it. And that's basically without that, he wouldn't have ended up in England, etc. So now I think he's still at Cardiff. But um, it was just good hearing that. Freezing. <laughs> 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 uh, but back, back to Paul McGinn again. Um, hopefully he doesn't go. Hopefully he doesn't go. If he does, you'd like to think we're going to... Get someone in. Get someone in and not just Ryan Ryan Flynn for the rest of the season. Or Kurt Broadfoot. I think by this age, he's probably... In, I know Rangers played him at right back a lot. Um, when he played for Scotland, did, he, did we play him, Did Scotland play him in right back? Maybe, I can't remember. Um, what was he out with just now? Um, an egg. <laughs> he's just building up <laughs> a shy joke. I'm sitting there trying to think what his injury is. Um, <laughs> I think it's his knee. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he's back in training and he's set to be back in the next squad. Uh, but at this, foot. oh foot, according to the internet, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't think we can, at his age, playing him at right back. If we're st- if if we're wanting to play this soak up defence, then counter attack football, we can't. It's not going to work. We can't have Kurt Broadfoot he's at right back. Thirty five now. Mm-hmm. I like Big Kirk, but no is a permanent solution at right back. I just don't see who else mm-hmm. could fill in there apart from Flynn. So, with I, I think what I think we we might be doing and why we're seeing signings or 
we've, we've started really early with certain signings and now we've not seen much else. I think we might be waiting to like just before the window's ending to see what loan players might be available. Chate in. Well, you never, you never know. You never know. <laughs> like I think there'll be a few players... Um, When's the last time that worked out for us apart from John Sutton and Charlie Adam? What, loan signings? John Sutton wasn't a loan No, signing. like... Uh, Deadline day signings. Oh right, I, f- I could tell you. I they were deadline day, or they were very close to the end of the window. Couldn't tell you. I don't remember when we signed John Sutton. I think. No, I can't. Remember. The first time. Aye. Aye. But like, probably not deadline day, but on the week. Of, is this the, this is the week off, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's nearly February. <laughs> get with the times. Shop. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think we'll, we might be waiting for it to see who's available <laughs> on the loan list. Like, if Celtic sign a winger, can we get Mikey Johnson? I know that's a dream. I don't know whether that will happen. Mm. Someone I thought of today, and I, I don't know if we'd be able to, because he scored for Celtic reserves today, is um, Karamoko Dembele. W- would they send him out on loan? Mm. Because he's and he, he doesn't really get played by the first team. He obviously is really young. He's only like 16, 17. Um, I don't think he would be the answer right now. You try to say a beaker, him and then him running up. It, it might work out. Maybe in a year's time, it'd be a, more of a, a luxury for me. But anyway, I, th- I think that's what we might be doing with regards mm-hmm. to loan deals. Maybe. Well, I did hear that Goodwin said he had two or three signings that were close and didn't. I, th- I, th- I think. Don't know if they didn't quite work out or well, if they're just dragging on a bit. Well, there was rumours. Remember about that Montrose striker Blair Lyons. He has signed for Partick Thistle and has been loaned back to Montrose for the rest of the season. I don't know if that was maybe a sticking point. Mm-hmm. We're obviously looking for someone a bit Sounds more... Like could have been. Um, a bit more... A bit more ready. Ready, and if Blair, like if Montrose are saying, no, we want him for the rest of the season, and Patrick Thistle are willing to do that, that's probably why he's won, because there was a few English clubs sniffing about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a few other SPL clubs th- um, sniffing about him as well. So And probably Dundee, because they always fucking seem to be involved. Montrose is that not near Dundee? This shows I might be really bad. It might be nowhere nearly each other. <laughs> Angus, maybe I don't know. It's up there, over that way. It's a, it's past over my bit, over your bit. I <laughs> checked our land. <laughs> um, other possible outgoing, which we saw from what was it the PFA player availability list was Danny Mullen. I'm not as upset about that as a lot of people appeared to be on Twitter. No, I'm not either. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Might like see see if he's leaving for someone to come in. Then that's as fine. long as someone else yeah. comes in. But if he, if we were to get to the end of the week and Danny Mullen was to go and no one else come in, yeah. I would be asking serious questions. Because like he's as a good backup player. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with Danny Mullen, he's very like you see him run at two defenders. He's running into one of them. Aye, he isn't the best at decision making. The, all these goal highlights that are going up have one thing in common he has no time to think what he's doing absolutely and we don't have enough of those chances to sustain him over a season aye there was a I was watching out for this after you'd pointed this <laughs> out and I think it was against, it was against Brockburn, Brockburn what? Brock. Brocksburn and he would have had a wouldn't say so much as a screamer, but a very good goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and right enough, it was a, a first time shot that mm-hmm. he didn't really have any time to think about it at all. Mm-hmm. I actually, so there's a story about like I once upon a time was on the Terrace podcast and I said that, 
And then I went, I don't know if that was true or not. Where did that come from? And then the next match, <laughs> I can't remember what match it was. I was like, I, wa- I was watching him just to see if I was correct. And I saw him get the ball and he ran at two defenders and he ran straight at one. And I went, hey, I, I was right. <laughs> and then I went, oh, wait, no, shit. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of like, um, for me, he's just, he's no scored enough goals. No. I mean, he does score the odd screamer, the mm-hmm. odd important goal, but... I think that's why a lot of people have, like, an affinity with him, is because, like, his goals have been remarkable. They've been, like, 20-yard hits, follies, this, that. They, they've been good goals. He doesn't score a lot of them, but they are good, the ones that go in. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been given a lot of chances where we've started him and he's, and he's not done a lot. Mm-hmm. I do like his attitude. He is very much... A wee bit of a like our arsehole on the pitch. He must be a wee dick to play against. Yeah, I reckon he, he maybe a bit too soft goes down quite easily. A lot. That's a, an understatement. Mm-hmm. Um, which sometimes I always thought we needed, but there's a balance to it, and his balance is. I think his card seems to be marked because a lot of the time yeah. now he doesn't get decisions mm-hmm. going for him, mm-hmm. and I think that's based on his kind of past mm-hmm. tendency to. I think it, down. it can be a bit of a nuisance, but then again, his decision making isn't the best. Um, I mean, I we're talking about him going down. He's no Sam Cosgrove, no. As, <laughs> for a yeah. for a big guy, he <laughs> falls over like mm-hmm. ridiculously easy. It's mm-hmm. embarrassing at times. Mm-hmm. And the main question is, if Danny Mullen goes, who will girls like? If not Danny Mullen, it has to rhyme. It has to rhyme. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't have to rhyme, it has to go with the song. I tried to start it with Christian Daly at West Ham and my mate told me to shut up. <laughs> Your mate was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, it w- would be a shame to see him go, but I'm not too bothered about it. And sure, I don't think he would be either. I think he might think he's a player who should be starting more. I could imagine him at a Dundee doing a job there, um, Dunfermline. Let's swap him for Kevin Disbitt. I, I think our card's marked on Kevin Disbitt. I don't think we're getting him. There's been a lot of interest for English clubs. Um, he done well against... Uh, who were they playing on the TV not so long ago? And they, he scored a couple. Um, oh. I can't remember, but he scored a couple. Um, I The Dunfermline chairmans came out and said that they're not interested in selling him mid-season, the end of the season kind of deal. With the interest for... Take Paul McGinn? <laughs> I don't think Paul McGinn wants to go out of Firmland. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think Dunfermline will be holding out for more money than we'll be able aye, to give them. Aye, I think it's, it's, it's probably a, a bit of a pipe dream, but yeah. it would be. I think if we were ever nice. to get him, we should have got him before he went to Dunfermline. Aye. Um, it's unfortunate, but it was quite good. To, like It was funny to see out of the players that we all listed, uh, both of us listed out of. Uh, oh, we were way off. Oh, well, we were way off, but. Um, out the players that we said, the only people I saw, on, the only player I saw on Twitter get mentioned by any other Smurn fans was Nisbet. So I was like, oh, Craig got one. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally as soon as the podcast out came out, that keeper I mentioned signed a new contract. Carson. Yes, I can't I can even remember his name. Aye. That's how much I didn't want to talk about it. Aye. There you go. Well, I still think we should go for Daniel Harvey. He's still at air. James Forrest is a uh, James Forrest. Alan Forrest is apparently linked with Livingston. Surely we can compete with Livingston over that deal. You would think. Mm-hmm. But we're going to need a midfielder now. Kyle McGuinness is out. 
just someone extra in there and I and Alan Forrest he's young I take James yeah I don't that's not <laughs> that's that, is it <laughs> that loan deal <laughs> aye but yeah so other rumours about coming in <laughs> no Tony Watt no so by that you can tell who was the person that tweeted <laughs> that they take him <laughs> I would t- I, we'll start initialing the tweets just so you know who they're coming from I, I, I would take him he is spoke highly of by the fans of every club he's played for I've heard Hearts fans you know, you've only had a brief spell at Hearts say that they liked him St Johnson fans really liked him um, Charlton fans liked him Celtic fans still love him obviously because of that goal Every club he's played for, mm-hmm. and he's played for something like ten clubs, and he's only twenty six. Well, he's not a long term prospect, but I'll no. take him. If, if see see if we have him for six months or for the rest of the season, and he scores for us, and he makes a few more chances for us, and that's why we stay up. Then thanks. Well, he, he did. I mean, I kind of laughed it off a wee bit when he signed for St Johnson, and then he did score a few goals. Mm-hmm. But then looking back, he scored something like thirteen goals in the past three seasons. Mm-hmm. I think. For when you look at those stats, they can be kind of misleading. Um, St. Johnson fans have said that he, that he holds the ball up really well. He creates a lot of chances. Um, as you say, that a lot of people think he's a goal scorer, but he's not really been a goal scorer the past few years. But a lot of defenders, I think, I think he's targeted by the defence. Like that's Tony. They'll put two men on him, and it's freeing up other players. I think I don't know what his assist stats are, but I believe that he was involved in quite a lot of goals, like indirectly, uh, for St. Johnson. Would you swap Danny Mullen for Tony Watt? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. Girls convinced. don't like boys. Girls like Tony Watt. Doesn't really work. No, it doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it. I would take Tony Watt. I would. And 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 this is me going off what we said about the misery of living about when we were talking about Greg Wilde tweeting about Rangers. We will not be able to stop Tony Watt tweeting about Celtic. He'd done it at St. Johnson. I think he'd done it at Hearts. I think he's as a Celtic player to... To hate. To hate. If it's someone that we can add in in player. the next misery hunters 11 when we're still doing this in 2020... <laughs> Wait, this is 2020. <laughs> 2030. <laughs> Good as you're in the year. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, 2030, when we do the Misery 11, he might be in it because we played Celtic and he tweeted how good it was or something like that. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, if he comes in and he keeps up his goal scoring ratio and his Celtic tweet ratio, then he could be a contender. But then, like I said, even with that, opposition fan or like the fans of the teams that he's played for do still like him and that's with him being a bit of a uh, idiot <laughs> trying to think of the word there a wee bit I I mean it's a weird one because he seems to have played at a kind of a decent level recently mm-hmm. but with Graham Carey I don't, I don't know I'm just not convinced I wouldn't be against it I mean if he signs for his coming up to the deadline I'm not going to go mm-hmm. on Twitter and because I mean, a lot of people are saying at the end of the season. A lot of people are saying he's got a bad attitude, and then someone pointed out that he does a lot of charity work, and then someone. So he's a prick, but he's a good prick. He's a good prick. <laughs> he's a prick, <laughs> but um, and then someone went, "What's that got to do it?" And says, "Well, you mentioned his attitude, <laughs> and that's clearly part of it." Um, I, I I would take him. A lot of people, 
like people were saying about um, he would upset the dressing room, so to speak. But like some fans would say that, but and we'd be signing Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and there'd be some fans going on Twitter saying, "No, Ach, he's past it anyway. He's past it. <laughs> he's injury prone. He's all about himself. He'll he'll upset the dressing room." Hey, right. <laughs> I wouldn't be against that. What, Zlatan? Aye. Yeah, well, he's just signed for AC Milan, so... I bet they make what they're about for... <laughs> wait, wait that's, that's, the, that's the big striker we're waiting <laughs> Imagine how many goals he would score in this league. Aye. More than 20 what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Other rumours? Um, I've not really seen much um, other than... Lee Hodson appeared on the Black and White Harmony Aye, rumor you mentioned thing. that and that was a, a weird one because I've not seen that at all I don't know if someone is in the know it's a, I, a taken back absolutely I searched for his name on Twitter uh, two people mentioned him well someone said about like it was quoting about how Goodwin has another defender in mind and someone tweeted Lee Hodson dot 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 was it Lee Hodson? it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and also when we were talking about this same thing with Harry Davis Harry Davis then followed us on Twitter <laughs> And he still it says on his Twitter bio he's happily married. We were speculating maybe that broke down. That's why he wanted to come back to Paisley. Still says he's happily married. He's following us on Twitter. So maybe maybe he does love St Mirren. Maybe he does. Maybe he wants a gig, but we've already got McCarthy. And nah, that's true. It's unfortunate. Camilo. I did like Davis. Um, Aye. Hodson was good. Um, I was kind of gutted that when because it looked like we might be set, we were trying to sign him on a permanent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we obviously went gelling. What clearly they were going to be offering a lot more money than we can. I don't know what the situation is there. I don't know if that was just a six-month thing. I'm pretty sure he's still under contract. Um, if we're talking about former players coming back up the road, Gavin Riley is he? No, just went back to his parent club. He was on loan somewhere yeah. for a few months. Scored. I don't think same level goals as Tony Watt. And <laughs> I don't think like this. This this is going to get a lot of people swearing at me. I would still take Tony Watt over Gavin Riley. Gavin Riley is. I'll start. Fuck you. <laughs> I think I think it's going to be the same way Cammy Smith happened in the Premier League. What has happened with Cammy Smith? It, I think it may be a confidence issue. See, when we, just before he left us to go to Dundee United, the odd appearance that came on, it looked like he was trying far too hard to try and go, look, I'm a, like, I'm a good player. Like You could see what he was trying to do, but he'd make the odd mistake like he was thinking about things too much. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just unfortunate but then it's clearly followed him to Dundee United as well well has it because he's about to sign for or he was rumoured to sign for the world beaters Dundalk oh was it Dundalk I saw it I need to check that because I'm doubting myself but I'm sure uh, didn't know that but fair play I heard links of him going to Dunfermline but but they're a big team who Dunfermline oh Dundalk (laughs) oh right (laughs) yeah well but Gavin Riley, I don't like. It's not happened for him. It, d- it didn't really happen for him in the second half. Like most of the goals that he scored for us was in the first half of the season. Didn't really. He scored some of the twenty-two goals in the first half of the season, and, and then, then another two after. I think when the league was I already, ha- I have a slight theory about that. It might not have been totally his fault, but then it might have just shown the quality that we had in Lewis Morgan. Like a lot of those assists came from that, and a lot of those assists disappeared when he signed his agreement with Celtic and then loaned back to us, because all of a sudden Morgan stopped passing and started shooting himself. 
You could be onto something there. There was a lot of, time, of how many. Yeah, I just I kind of noticed that at the time where he would try and if there was like three defenders around him, he would try and take them all on, and that worked against them Barton, but wouldn't work against Livingston. It's teams like that. That's kind of where I think Gavin Rayleigh went down. Um, but as of other incomings, I've not heard any other rumours. Um, I still think we should bring in or attempt to go for Alan Forrest. I, th- I still think we should get Daniel Harvey, although I don't think that will happen if we're getting waters for the rest of the season. Hey. <laughs> He's going to score the goal to keep us up and you're going to have Kirk Broadfoot's egg on your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's better than my attempt. <laughs> I, I was right Cammy Smith on trial with uh, Dundalk so has he been released by Dundee United or is it just I don't think he's been released no fair enough yeah uh, Mr Worldwide Mr Worldwide moved on to bigger things uh, we were going to kind of go through the new signings uh, but we kind of mentioned most of them the only player uh, we've not mentioned is Peter Erminski um, big unit of a boy he's huge 6 foot 5 that is hopefully he's quick at getting down on the ground I noticed that we've Taller players. They've kind of said he's not the finished article. Aye. The he's way I read that today was that he's, he's one for the future, maybe with an eye on next season, yeah. maybe behind Linus for a, a year. Yeah. Like, I'm not against Linus coming in. I did say in the last podcast that if we had the opportunity to cash in in Ladkey to bring in a few extra other players, let's do that. Um, I fully expect us to cash in on him at... Ten to eleven on Friday a ke- night. A right Kenny McLean. The, aye. A Kenny McLean. Let's sell the top goal scorer and not replace him for the three hundred grand. <laughs> was it three hundred grand? Round about that. I don't think they ever announced. I think it was, it was round about that. It was. Uh, it was not worth? But no, he went for no because of a Masonic handshake. <laughs> Have you heard rumours? <laughs> well, was it no Stuart Gilmore that famously drank at the Loving Cup? Oh well, that is no. He, he, no, it was Tony Fitzpatrick that drank at the Loving Cup. He was in the Stuart Gilmore was, was in the background. He was in the background. Thunder. Yes, he follows us because on Twitter. He wasn't so getting a drink. He follows us on Twitter. So <laughs> I don't know if he listens to this. Apologies. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's nothing to do with the club anymore, is he? Aye, well, I, I'm not going to be a show for the club either way. Unless he works. No, I'm not going to mention. Finish that sentence. Forgot what you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I will come clear. Um, um, what was I've lost my train of thought now. Orminski, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, hopefully that turns out something. Have you got any players that you would like us to see us go for other than Nisbet? No, I'm fully behind us getting Nisbet in. Uh, to be honest, I don't care who we bring at this stage. Uh, I'm not particularly desperate to mm-hmm. bring anyone in if they're not going to put a few mm-hmm. goals in the back of the net for us. Uh, I'd like Zlatan, but I think that's wishful thinking. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't be against Tony Watt. I think I've said that many times. You know, I'm. I, I well, coming back to that, I'm probably I'm I'm not being a wee bit harsh, but mm-hmm. I, I just think we need to be aiming for somebody that's going to score more than two goals between now and the end of the season. The, the unfortunate we'll watch, such... watch him come in and bang in. 12, 13 goals <laughs> and I'll look like a fucking twat. But you'll be happy because he's scored. To, I'm happy to look like an idiot. Um, I think, there's a nice cream van in the background, I don't know if that'll pick up on the mic, but... Um, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> the, the, the th- Why is there an ice cream van? It's freezing outside. It's fucking two degrees outside. <laughs> um, 
the unfortunate situation St Myrna is in, we're not we're not a type of club that's going to be able to go out and get a out and out goal scorer. We're not going to be able to like a proven goal scorer is not going to be signing for St Mirren. It's a striker who had a bit of a history who's looking to revive it or a young potential player that's a risk to bring up. Either way, it's going to be a risk. We just have to gamble on something, whether that's Tony Watt or a younger player from um, Championship League One that we're unaware of, then or even a player from abroad. Let's go back to Ireland. Must be a striker in there somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? Um, as long as we bring in... Did Dalk get any promising youngsters? Because they're such a big club. Did we go to, was uh, it Coleraine? Coleraine, oofed. Oofed. We'll not go there. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, I, I still wanted, well, the, I'll say the Scottish Slatan of Ross Stewart. Uh, <laughs> um, he, <laughs> That's the only time that phrase has ever been used. Is it hell? Scottish Slatan. I've also called him the Scottish Juba. You know, the big Russian guy. The Scottish... No, but Kevin James is Scottish. Kevin remember Kevin James? You know what I was doing with that. Yeah, except Ross Stewart's good at football. Um, <laughs> however, I was speaking to a Ross County fan in my work the other day, and he is 100% certain that Ross Stewart's signing for Aberdeen, which is a good sign for him. It's Having Cosgrove up front is actually a pretty decent pairing. It's a very lanky pairing. Mm. I, think, I think it's going to be an unpopular signing for Aberdeen fans. I don't think that's what type of calibre player they'll be wanting to bring in I think they'll think they're a bit above that but it'd be a good signing for them and I, I have Aberdeen fans watched their team play recently <laughs> I mean uh, <laughs> I'm sure they have uh, <laughs> but I think we'll call it at that um, we will be back I'm not going to give out a date this time <laughs> we'll do it at some point we'll do it at some point we'll, we'll attempt to get one out Work schedule's kind of mixed for both of us, possibly after the Motherwell game. I I know you can't hear that, but Craig is nodding. (laughs) I'm nodding into a microphone. You'll learn eventually. Just like you fucking pointed. (laughs) Um, But we will be back, um, hopefully then. Um, Remember to subscribe everything that you've already done. Rate us on iTunes uh, and just keep doing what you're doing and we'll keep doing what we're doing. Thank you and fuck Alex Ray. Yeah, fuck Alex Ray. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.